Welcome back to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 107, how to negotiate and get yourself started with your fitness journey. Now, this episode is all about how to basically bring down the barrier to entry if you find yourself intimidated by going to the gym or meal prepping or just starting a healthier lifestyle. We leverage the power of negotiation and really make it easier for you to get started with these habits. Now, we don't interrupt the show midway with sponsored ads or asking you for ratings and reviews, so while you're just getting settled, we ask that you just take two seconds to support our show by giving it a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Ratings and reviews allow us to bring more knowledgeable and influential people onto the show for you to learn everything possible about science and sustainability with respect to your goals. Now, if you liked this episode in particular, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram to show your support. One share could be the catalyst for someone in your life to transform their body, their health, and their fitness for good. And of course, it helps our show grow too, and we appreciate that. So thanks again for listening. We don't take your attention for granted, so let's get right into it. Episode number 107, negotiate with yourself to get started in your fitness journey. Welcome back to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 107. Today is a little short episode for you, as short as I can get it at least, and it's just me, Marissa here, uh, and I'm going to be talking about how to get yourself started with your fitness journey and how to negotiate with yourself. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because honestly, I've just been on a really huge kick with this topic. I've talked to a lot of clients about it lately, and the common theme amongst everyone is that getting started is often the hardest part when it comes to getting started in your fitness journey. So whether it is starting to meal prep or starting to go to the gym, there's often this really big barrier to entry with a lot of these things that prevents us from even starting in the first place. So I'm going to be walking you guys through a bunch of the steps that I take clients through to help break down that barrier to entry and help you to negotiate with yourself in a sense and get yourself going so that you build momentum moving forward rather than just discouraging yourself and having to start all over. So the first thing that you have to do is you kind of have to break everything down. Uh, What I mean by that is break down why this is even such a big commitment in the first place. Like people talk about meal prep or, you know, just going to the gym and we talk about it as such a casual thing of like, oh yeah, I just need to build prep or, oh yeah, I just need to go to the gym. But there's so much packed into that. Break that down. What is meal prep actually? Meal prep actually is a sequence of like eight to 10 different actions that all have to go, uh, uh, that all have to go uh, back to back with each other for meal prep to actually happen. So what I mean by that is meal prep starts by knowing what the heck you're even going to meal prep. And then you need to generate a grocery list based on all of the meals that you're going to prep. Then from there, you're going to actually get yourself to the grocery store or plan the grocery order or order it on Instacart. Whatever you need to do, you have to get the groceries themselves into your house. And then you have to put them away or decide when you're going to cook them or start cooking them right away. If you cook it all in one go, then that's just one action. But if you cook it in multiple waves throughout the week or you freeze some or whatever, that's another action. And then from there, once it is cooked, you have to think about seasonings, how you're putting these meals together 
together? Um, are you pre-portioning them into Tupperwares for the week? Um, or are you keeping them in your fridge in bulk? And then you have the meals to grab and go and put in your pie hole. <laughs> that was like six or seven steps. And that's what we pack into just the concept of meal prep. So yeah, if you're stuck with, I can't get myself to meal prep, maybe that's why. Maybe you have been overcomplicating it and thinking about all of these steps when really all you have to do is commit to the very first one. The same thing goes for just going to the gym. It's really, really difficult to get yourself to just go to the gym if you don't unpack all of the steps that that can often take. A lot of times that means making sure that you get to bed earlier so that the next day you are able to wake up earlier with less resistance and then being able to quickly put on your gym clothes, not have to think about what those clothes even are. Get yourself ready. Are you going to eat? Are you going to not eat? Uh, what shoes are you going to wear? Um, do you need to heat up the car if it's cold outside to get there on time? What kind of traffic are you going to be facing in the morning um, and actually getting yourself out to the gym? <laughs> and then once you're there, then the warm up, the workout, the cool down, then heading home, or are you showering at the gym and going straight to work? Man, <laughs> that's a lot. And if you are, then you have to pack that stuff ahead of time and your work bag the night before. And that was like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 things just for just going to the gym in the morning. And so when we are frustrated with ourselves for not just being able to do these things, I think we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit when we are able to do these things, because it is a series of a lot of different actions that lead into that one thing that we're saying should be so easy for us. And so you have to break that down to truly understand what you're asking yourself to do. And a lot of times we can simplify uh, the commitment that we make to get ourselves started because yes, to an extent, we have to do all those things in order to accomplish the goal and achieve the healthy lifestyle. But what we can do is break it down into smaller commitments or just commit to the one thing that is going to spiral that domino effect so that we can actually get started and we're not so overwhelmed with everything that we have to do when we have to quote unquote meal prep or go to the gym. Um, so basically just being able to commit to the habit of starting and usually that spirals a domino effect that allows us to do the rest of the things with much more ease. Now, the only other thing that might be standing in the way of you getting yourself going with your habits and uh, routines that you want to have in your lifestyle might be uh, the beliefs that you hold around these things. And so I'm going to use an example of a client that I recently talked to. We had a great dialogue about this and she had a belief, an underlying belief that all exercise needed to be strenuous. It needed to make you sweat a lot. Therefore means that you need to take a shower after you work out. Um, and that she was working towards working out five days a week for an hour. And she thought, well, I'm never going to get there again because she's a new mom. And now she has a kid and she was struggling with getting herself started because she thought, she thought that that was where she was going. And that's just not the truth. She's not headed in that direction. Actually, where she's going is working out three, maybe four times per week. Um, and overall, just committing to 20 to 30 minutes at a time for herself in this new phase of her life. And so all of those beliefs were holding her back from starting because she thought she would have to get really, really sweaty. She thought she would have to exert so much effort and that she'd have to give so much of her energy that she doesn't even have in the first place. 
And of course, if that's what you believe about exercise, then why would you ever want to start if you're already tired and exhausted? And so we had to break those things down and actually talk about them so that she could overcome those beliefs and then moving forward, be able to do exercise that is not super strenuous or hard, that is great light movement for her goals at the moment, and also resetting that belief of where are we even going in the bigger picture from believing that, oh, if we're working towards five, six days a week for an hour at a time, I'm never going to be able to do that because that's just not what my schedule allows right now. Changing that to what we're actually working towards is two or three days for 30 to 45 minutes per week is all we need to maintain the lifestyle that we want. And with that in place, it feels so much more attainable to take the first step. So that's what I would encourage you to break down is what the heck is going on in your head that is preventing you from getting started with these habits. Um, And then from there, we're going to want to start by committing to the very, very first step. Committing to showing up in an essence. So showing up might be showing up at the grocery store with a list or showing up might be showing up physically at the gym or in your gym environment and not even, you know, asking yourself to do anything. I had one client recently who committed to doing one exercise one time for the entire week and it ended up being basically a full workout because she just committed to that very first step. Most of the time, the issue is not in knowing what to do or how to do it. It is getting ourselves there in the first place that is preventing us from reaching our goals. So commit to the first step. I often like to call these micro commitments. So for example, this might be just showing up to the gym, not even expecting yourself to do a workout or do an entire session, but just showing up to the gym and bringing your body physically into the arena and then seeing what happens and releasing all expectations of what might happen after. Because if you go in with the expectation that it's going to happen, and if you show up, then you're definitely going to get a workout in. you might be disappointed if you go in and you maybe do half a workout and leave because you maybe ran out of time. But if you just commit to showing up, what you're doing is you're building the habit of training your body, training your mind to do that thing. And eventually you're going to be able to build the full workout on top of that. But if you don't have the habit in the first place, then you're not going to be able to do your workouts. Same thing with meal prep. Something that I had a client do recently, instead of doing a whole elaborate meal prep situation, is I asked her to just prep one protein source for the week. You'd be amazed at how much easier that can actually make sticking to your diet if you just have one protein source in your fridge. Um, And so I asked her to just prep one protein source, and that went incredibly well for her because it lowered the barrier to entry to a level where she felt like, oh, I can definitely do that. That's easy. I just need to throw some chicken in the crock pot, leave it there for eight hours, and then I'm good. And that allowed her to stay on track with all of her nutritional goals for the entire week because all she did was commit to basically the bare minimum that she felt very confident about. And it built a bunch of momentum going into the next week where she then added vegetables and carb sources and more protein sources into her meal prep routine. So that's what essentially a micro commitment is. And sometimes you might be so overwhelmed with all the things on your plate that you might need to micro commit to just the next 60 seconds of your day uh, to get you moving forward. I personally deal with this a lot when it comes to waking up on time in the morning. I don't know about you, but I really like sleep. And so for me, committing to the next 60 seconds of just getting up, just getting up out of bed, maybe going to the bathroom, 
for 60 seconds and whatever happens from there happens. If I decide to go back to bed, that's fine. But if I happen to just carry on with my morning routine, that's fine too. That is usually the thing that gets me up and moving for the morning um, and just committing to 60 seconds of my day can often really just keep you moving along when you have so much on your plate and you're so overwhelmed. What that does is it really just keeps you focused on the present, what's right in front of you rather than all the things ahead that tend to paralyze us. And finally, um, I would just say to you know continue to find different ways to gamify things for yourself and negotiate things with yourself. Um, and even just in the little day-to-day things, for example, I have a client who I'm thinking of right now. I just talked to her today and I was asking her what, what motivates her, uh, with her goals. And she mentioned that she's been a lifelong athlete and that she's very motivated by competition. And now it'd be very easy to gamify that and say like, Hey husband, time to do a competition together or against each other with our workouts or our goals, or, you know, going to a friend or finding a buddy and making a buddy system deal. But what I asked her to do was actually find competition within herself in defeating the person that she was the day before or the person that she's trying to leave behind. Because when it comes to making these lifestyle changes, one way that you can kind of compete with yourself, negotiate with yourself is just choose to make one decision that the past version of yourself would not have. So if that one decision is choosing to take dinner with you on the go rather than just skipping it uh, when you have to take your kids to practice. And the old version of you wouldn't have done that. They would have just put everyone else first and wouldn't have honored their own nutritional needs. But the version of yourself that you're trying to become is somebody who does prioritize their nutrition, make one choice that prioritizes that person winning. And that can be a competition that you keep score of. And if you are making that choice the majority of the time, I guarantee you, you're going to find yourself really far along in your goals eventually. So some takeaways from this very, very short episode that I'm super proud of keeping very short is uh, number one, if you are struggling to get yourself going with any sort of goal, break down why this feels like such a big commitment, break down the beliefs that are underlying this commitment in and of itself. Number two, commit to just showing up and building the habit of starting to do the thing in the first place. And then from there, use micro commitments to get yourself started, release expectation of the outcome, and ultimately continue negotiating with yourself as you keep going along. Sometimes a workout might be a sequence of 60 different micro commitments for 60 seconds. So you might say, I'm going to commit to showing up. I'm going to commit to doing the warm up. I'm going to commit to doing just the first set, the second set, the third set. And you might do that through the entire workout. This is also known as just the power of one more. I forget who wrote this book, uh, but basically the power of one more is a negotiation technique where you negotiate with yourself just one more exercise, one more set, one more rep, one more healthy meal, whatever it is before you quit or give up or whatever it is, right? Or go off the path. Just continue negotiating with yourself. Just one more, just one more. And eventually you'll find that you have done just one more for a very long time and you will have gotten much farther in your goals because you have learned to negotiate with yourself little by little. It's really the smallest actions that add up. So don't take those for granted. 
So that's pretty much it. Just wanted to give you guys my little spiel on how to negotiate with yourself and how to get yourself going with your goals. I hope you found this incredibly valuable and that you were able to apply it to some area of your health, your fitness, or your life. Um, if you like this episode, be sure, be sure to screenshot it, share it on your social media and tag myself and Christina to show your support. Um, we really, really appreciate it. And it does help our show grow. And our podcast is a extremely valuable resource with now 107 different episodes that you can go binge into and just sharing one episode could potentially help someone in your life transform their body and their health and their fitness for good. So uh, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You can find me at Marissa Roy Fitness on Instagram. Uh, Christina is at Christy Lynn Fit, and we hope to see you back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something from it. Please remember that Christina and I are not medical professionals, so if you're going to make any changes to your exercise or nutrition routines, please consult with your doctor or medical team first. Finally, we would love you even more than we already do if you took the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are how this podcast moves up the ranks and becomes accessible to even more people. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday here at the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast.